I know what it's like to feel invisible, to think it's too late to become what you've always wanted to be. You feel like it's too late to have more life. I felt that way too, but when I lost my brother to cancer, he made me realize I have way more life to live. And I discovered the choice was mine to live it or not. I know you want to become confident and empowered, and you deserve to step into that life you are yearning for. I'm Carrie B, and I get it. There is more greatness to come in your life, and I know you can feel it. I've made a choice to live my big life. Now it is your turn to be empowered and step into the life that has always been yours. It's time for you to step off the sidelines and into your own life, the one you were created to live. It's easier than you think. I believe in you. In fact, I am your biggest fan. So let's get started. What do you do when you wake up every single day living your life as if it was designed by somebody else? Someone else's dreams, someone else's goals, someone else's plans. You literally feel like you're on the sidelines watching this life play out and it's not the way you wanted it. Your answer is radical empowerment. I am pleased to announce that my book, The Radical Empowerment Method, is now available on Amazon. Click the link in my show notes and grab your copy today. Step into your pow pow shoes. Dig deep into who you are, why you're here, and what you were created to do. Find you. Believe that you are worth every dream you dream simply because you are. I am your biggest fan. I wrote this book for you. Get your copy today. Joining us for a fourth time on Coffee and Tea with Carrie V is Dr. Aaron Ellis. And today we are digging deep into your immune system. Ways that you can strengthen your immune system, ways that you can live your healthiest you. Dr. Erin Ellis and I have gotten to know each other over the last couple of years, and she is someone who is just knowledgeable and compassionate, and the two together are powerful. She has been through cancer, which led to her wanting to study a more natural way to a healthier life. She studies root causes, she is naturally focused, and she restores your health. And today we're going to hear all about your immune system. So have your pen ready, have your brains ready, have your heart ready. Dr. Erin, welcome back to Coffee and Tea with Carrie V. Oh, Carrie V, thanks for having me. I always love these. Oh, I do too. I do too. We should just record every week and then I'll get get to hear more and more and more of you, which would make my soul very, very, very happy. Sure, I'm down for that. So you have been here before, and for those of you listening who haven't heard Dr. Erin before, I will make sure that all of her episodes are linked in the show notes because you're going to want to hear them all. You don't want to miss a word of the gold that comes out of this woman's mouth. And today, we didn't script this. We didn't anything. I was just like, just bring us the gold. So Dr. Erin, it's all you. Yeah, well, thanks for having me back. I mean, the thing that's, that's brewing in my mind right now, which should be brewing like every day is our immune system. So I Mm. figured maybe we could talk about how we're in the upcoming, well, I guess it's cold. I mean, 
where you live, Carrie is cold. So yes. for me, it's not cold yet. I live in Arizona. It's still in the eighties, nineties here. But as we approach fall and winter, this is when viruses and things like this like to come out and we have our cold flu. And now I guess we can add in coronavirus season. If that's even a season, it seems to be a yearly thing or all year thing. (laughs) But regardless of what's floating around in the world, we need to make sure that we're healthy. And a lot of times I see patients that are otherwise healthy on the outside, like like, yeah, I feel healthy on the outside, but are we really healthy on the inside and working on um, making sure our immune system is is up to speed with what we could be faced with here in the next few months is super important. So, mm-hmm. and it doesn't, like, you don't have to wait to get sick. Like you can take approaches now to help prevent illness, to help prevent worsening of illness. If you just do simple things to take care of your, your body and your immune system. And that's not just, you know, your immune system inside, but like your, your mental space and and physical space and all of these things, like make sure that we keep everything consistent as we go into this winter season, fall, winter season, because it's not only, you know, typically our sixth season, but it's also our very busy season. So that's, you know, with the holidays and travel and events and things like that, that, we don't want to miss out on. And obviously you don't want to be sick yeah. so that you don't have to say no to, you know, an event when we can finally have events again, you know, depending on where you live, but making sure that we're getting, you know, really good sleep. I think sleep is probably the best thing that you can do for yourself. And it's, you have to remember like, yeah, we're going to be going, 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 like it's busy, 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 but don't compromise your sleep. Make sure you make it a priority to get at least seven to eight hours of sleep per night so that your body has enough time to repair itself. Mm-hmm. Our immune system is most active in while we sleep. So that's something else to remember is that's when our body's going to do all of its work and it's specifically our immune system. So if we're not getting mm-hmm. sleep in enough sleep and not only that, but like quality sleep. So not just laying in bed for eight hours, but making sure that we're actually sleeping for seven to eight hours. I mean, last night I, pro- I slept so hard. I woke up, I think I was sideways in the bed and I'm like, <laughs> that is good sleep. Like I had really good sleep last night and I, I could feel it today. I feel amazing. Yeah. So making sure we focus on quality sleep would be like my first tip. Um, second would be obviously diet. So we have our first holiday coming up, which is Halloween. Then we have Thanksgiving and then we have Christmas. Um, and a lot of those holidays have a lot of sugar. Like that seems to be the theme <laughs> around the, those holidays, especially yes, Halloween is, you know, how much candy can I get? Well, remember sugar is inflammatory and that can increase your ch- your chances of getting an illness, um, feeling worse you know, just kind of bogging down the entire system is sugar is so inflammatory. So we want to try and be minimal with our inflammation in general. And just think of the things that we're, you know, exposed to on a daily basis that can hinder that immune system. And sugar is one of them. So not telling you not to have any candy or, you know, pumpkin pie or Christmas cookie, but just be mindful of it and pair it with something else, like some greens and something that can counterbalance that sugar effect or help you absorb the sugar, like a good healthy fat or a good source of protein so that your body can absorb it. And you're not having 
you know, a spike in that blood sugar to further Mm -hmm. throw off your system, Mm -hmm. making sure you get plenty of fruits and vegetables. And I love making sure that before you go to these parties, like Friendsgiving or Christmas parties or whatever the case may be, like eat something before you go. And the choice that you make before you go is really, really good foods to nourish your body. So that way, one, you aren't as hungry. So you're not going to go down that buffet line and pick all the crappy foods. Yes. You might have a few things here and there. I mean, we're all human. I'm not telling you not to eat these things, but be mindful of them and always keep this immune system in your head and everything that's going on around the world and being like, this is for, this is for the, like, I'm doing good for my body. And I want to make sure that I, you know, treat it well and you can still indulge, but yet not to the extent where you're going to like have a whole wreck on your immune system and your, your uh, overall health in general. So just being mindful. I think that's the first place is a lot of people don't realize it's like, Oh my gosh, what did I just eat? No wonder I feel like crap. Um, so nourishing your body with good foods. And then third, which might be hard in like places where, where you live, Carrie, where it's really cold and we can't get out where we can, but getting outdoors when it's snowing, like things like that is, is difficult, but making sure we're still trying to move the body, whether you've been like an outdoor person. And now maybe you live in a climate where you can't get outdoors. I mean, Arizona now, this is the time where we get outdoors. Like we haven't been outdoors for months now because it's so hot, but now like the hiking trails are going to be busy. The bike trails are busy. The streets are busy. Like Mm -hmm. it's nice out. So get outside and move that body. That's the, the third best thing. I mean, there's really no apparent order here. They're all important, but my third tip is to make sure you move that body, um, get outside, get some sun, even if you can't you're, you know, boggled down with snow or things like that. You just still sit outside and just get that sun on your face. It's going to be great for your, your nervous system, your mood, your energy, you name it. And then also if you can move the body, you're going to help detox some things. You're going to help move your lymphatic system. That's amazing for your immune system. So that's my top three tips for trying to keep healthy. And then obviously like you can add on for bonus points, like finding someone in your area to do like IV therapy to boost that immune system. Mm. Make sure you take your vitamins that you've been prescribed by your doctor. Um, all the immune, immune support, um, good things, vitamin C, zinc, um, quercetin, elderberry, like all vitamin D, like making sure you have ample vitamin D, but making sure you have your levels checked by your doctor. So you don't get too much vitamin D things like that will be super helpful to really keep that immune system robust during this, who knows what's going to happen winter, fall season. Yeah. Okay. So going back to, I'm going to, I've taken notes. I think you probably saw me just like scribbling furiously. Okay. So let's go back to number one, sleep. And you talked about your great sleep that you had last night, which makes me very, very jealous. So for those of us who have a little bit of trouble in the sleep area, maybe um, for me, it hit when menopause hit my Mm -hmm. sleep quality really suffers. And some nights are decent and some nights are just, I mean, last night was decent for me, but the four nights preceding that were just so frustrating. So what is, what are some tips for really being able to achieve that amazing sleep? The first question I ask my patients like you that have trouble sleeping is what's your bedtime routine? So are we sitting there, you know, scrolling on our phone, like in, in our bed and things, then our mind goes, crazy. Are we, you know, turning electronics off at least an hour before? Are you doing things to calm the brain and the nervous system before bed so that you can get into that, that restful, you know, nice parasympathetic, 
parasympathetic state so that you can rest. Um, and if that's all in check and you're like, yeah, I, I take a bath, I have tea, I, you know, meditate, I do all these things before bed and you were still not sleeping. Then we look into hormones and things that might be hindering it, whether that's a cortisol response, say you're a super, super busy, you know, entrepreneur and it's, yeah, you can calm the brain off, but that cortisol response is still going, um, which could hinder sleep. And then we also have hormones as women that play a role in that. So especially in our perimenopause, menopause years, that's where sleep starts to decline. (laughs) Um, and if we don't have ample hormones then that could be something to address as well. So that's usually where I start. It's the, the, the healthy habits and establishing that good routine. I used to sit there in bed and just scroll and scroll and scroll on Instagram or Facebook, and then maybe something would trigger you. And then you can't stop thinking about that. And that's going to hinder the sleep. Um, I love using like things. If you can't calm your brain, like CBD. I mean, I know you have a a CBD um, line. Like I love CBD. I love magnesium for sleep. I love ashwagandha for sleep. Like those Mm -hmm. are some good things. I also love, um, we've recently in the last few months started using a sound machine with like the waves and that has like really helped with restful sleep. Um, and I also wear an eye mask because light tends to stimulate your brain to wake up. So if there's any light in the room, or even if you have like motion lights, like that can still trigger because you can still see light if your eyes are closed but I wear an eye mask. Um, and it's like okay. blackout in my, I don't need blackout curtains cause I'm blacked out in my eyes. So that's, that's usually where I start when I have patients that have some difficulty sleeping. Okay. That's all amazing information. I hadn't heard of ashwagandha. So, Oh, I love ashwagandha. It's one of my favorite herbs, right? And it's a very good adaptogen for like stress response. And it's not where it's like, it's just calming to the parasympathetic system or the sympathetic yeah. system um, okay. to calm it. It's, it's awesome. So do you do, is that a supplement, a tea? How mm-hmm. is that? Okay. So yeah, it's a supplement. It's also found in like blends for certain sleep remedy remedies. Um, I'm trying to think, I believe it's in like a for the four somatic products as far as like um, adaptogens. Cause it's, okay. that's what it's adaptogens are really good for our stress response. So it's super popular. I will look that up. All right. So that's awesome information. And I, I probably could do, no, I know I could do a lot better on my sleep routine. Oh yeah. We're all guilty of it. Yeah. (laughs) The bath and the tea and just really powering down. Oh yeah. That's exactly like, think of your body. Like we got to power it down. You're like your computer, you turn things off and that's what we've got to do inside our body internally. Yeah. I read an article the other day about earning, like when you have a great night's sleep, earning your sleep, having this amazing day, really staying focused all day so that it's easier to power down, which I Mm -hmm. thought was really a good, good advice to bring in that sleep, you know? Yep. Okay. So let's go to diet. And we talked about sugar and it being so inflammatory. So when I think sugar, my mind goes inflammatory sugar. My mind immediately goes to the white stuff, the white mm-hmm. in the domino bag, the stuff that, <laughs> you know, the bleach stuff. What about things like honey and maple syrup and all of those? Do those elicit the same inflammatory response? Yes. Okay. It's still sugar, um, <laughs> but it's, it's a better, I mean, 
when you say maple syrup, as long as it's like organic and raw, like a good without the mm-hmm. high fructose corn syrup and yes. like all those additives in it, that's where mm-hmm. we have to be watch labels and make sure that it's pure maple syrup. Um, it's same thing with honey, like raw honey, okay. uh, or organic, like making sure it doesn't have any fillers. It's legit, just honey. It's legit, just maple syrup, um, things like that. But yes, it's still sugar. If you look at the sugar grams on there, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, like things like stevia or like monk fruit and like those sweeteners are different responses, but can still give you that sweet effect. Okay. So that's usually where I would say, Hey, let's, instead of putting honey in there, I mean, yeah, honey's got medicinal properties. So it is indicated and it's really good if you have a sore throat or, yeah. you know, prevent, um, some, you know, viruses or bacteria, etc. But like, if you need to sweeten things instead of using, uh, Steve, not stevia, uh, like sucralose or Splenda or, you know, the alternative fake sugars that are even worse for you, like using monk fruit sweetener or, um, stevia is, is one of my, my favorites is not technically the same inflammatory response like sugar has. Okay. And same too with like the, the honeys and stuff, like think about fruit. So the high sugar fruits, the high glycemic index fruits, which mean the, the, the foods that have the most amount of sugar in them, like mangoes, watermelon, bananas, like those are all really high in sugar. And yes, that's a natural sugar. It's still sugar. So making, and it can still spike your blood sugar. So making sure you pair those, like the worst thing you can do is just eat a banana and nothing else. Cause you're just, it's a carb bomb with sugar. So making sure you have some nut butter with it or in a protein with it. So you can stabilize that blood sugar. Same thing with like apples, like don't just eat a plain apple. You're going to spike that blood sugar and usually feel worse and also have that inflammatory process. So pair it with a protein and a fat. So an apple. So let's go to the apple. This is all, this all is fascinating to me. So when you have the apple, if you had it with say cashew butter, does Mm -hmm. that count as your protein and your fat then? Yeah, that would be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing to do is eat it plain. The second best thing would be to eat it with some sort of fat and protein. Yeah. Yep. That is Okay. So what does an inflammatory response to sugar feel like? So if someone is, is new coming into this and they're going, Hmm, that makes a lot of sense. But what am I looking for when I think of an inflammatory response? It's hard to really put inflammation in words. Um, I see inflammation described as like, Oh, I feel puffy. Oh, I feel like my joints hurt. I feel, Mm. um, Oh, I feel bloated. Um, Oh, I feel brain fog. Um, I feel cloudy. Like those are different things that I hear. And I like, for me, gluten is really inflammatory for me. So when I have gluten, I feel like meh, I feel puffy. Mm -hmm. Um, that's like the best way to ascribe. It's not like you like balloon up. You just feel, you feel like it's, it's Mm -hmm. just a feeling. Um, but, and there's ways to measure inflammation in the body and not always are those positive because they're kind of like snapshots in time. but it's more just being in tune with your body and how you feel. And if you notice you have these things, like pull some of that stuff from your diet, pull sugar from your diet, pull dairy from your diet, pull gluten from your diet, and then add it back in after a couple of weeks and see how you feel. That's like a good, really good challenge in a way to figure out if certain foods like that, that are more prone to causing inflammation are causing you issues Mm -hmm. because you won't know unless you take them away and add them back. Yeah. To see that's, that is, 
I love, I love that. That's awesome. Because I think that when I first started researching nutrition years ago, and it talked about this inflammatory response, it was confusing to me because I really didn't know what that meant. Yeah. And I understood inflammation. I just didn't understand how, what that, what, what I was feeling would be considered inflammatory. So that's perfect. That brain mm-hmm. fog, those achy joints, that puffy feeling like waking mm-hmm. up with your eyes, um, maybe not quite wanting to open all the yes. way. When you look at them, they're a little puffy. Yep. I didn't realize that was an inflammatory response. Well, same thing too. Like not just like viruses and bacteria and like that's an inflammatory response on the immune system. So think of it, if you've already got all of this inflammation from foods, lack of movement, poor sleep, like all the things we talked about, and then you come in contact with a virus, like your immune system's eliciting this response to fight it. That's an inflammatory response in a good way. However, we've already got all of this inflammation. It's kind of like adding fuel to the fire. Sometimes it makes us worse. Yeah. That's so, it's so interesting and extremely helpful. So you talked about pulling some foods out and I, is it true that with more of these inflammatory responses in your body, you will be much more prone to any cold, any virus, any, anything that crosses your path. Is that correct? I, I, I personally think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I do too. And so, okay. So going to <laughs> food then, and I'm not a doctor, it's just all from stuff I've learned from you yeah. watching you and, and hearing yeah. and wanting to live my healthiest life. Right. That's my goal. My goal yeah. is it is on my vision board to be in the healthiest shape of my life by December 31st, 2021. And it's been really delving into these things and mm-hmm. re doing how I live my life and being in tune and really listening to my body every morning. My eyes Mm -hmm. are very watery. I know there are, um, like fall allergies coming in. Mm -hmm. I, how do I, how do I work with my body to stave that off naturally without reaching for Mm -hmm. the Claritin? Right. Yeah. Um, so going to the food thing, when you're talking about cutting or eliminating foods and then adding them back in, can you walk us through a general process of that? Do we take them all out at once? Do we take them out one at a time? I mean, what does that look like for somebody's going, okay, what do I take out first? Yeah. I mean, if you really wanted to do it, I would take them all out. So okay. dairy, soy, corn, corns, just because it's so high, highly GMO processed food. Yes. Um, dairy. Oh, and, and gluten. So, and sugar, okay. but it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> to do like a complete elimination diet like that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if you really wanted to take the bull by its horns, do it all. But if you wanted to start somewhere, I tell people to take gluten out first. Okay. I might try gluten because gluten is super, super inflammatory. It's harmful on our gut. It has a protein in it called gliadin. Gliadin releases an enzyme called zonulin. Zonulin's like a woodpecker in our gut. So if you wanted to start anywhere, I'm like, pull gluten and be mindful of sugar. Don't eat handfuls of Oreos. Don't go to that M&M bag. Um, things like that. Just be mindful of that. Sugar sugar is really, 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 really hard to pull because it's everywhere. It's in fruit. It's in sauces. It's in dressings. It's in legit everything. Yeah. So, but just being mindful of the types of sugar you're bringing in is where I usually start. Because if you, I don't know, I feel like elimination, like strong eliminations like that can lead people to failure. And then they have shame, remorse, guilt, because they didn't follow through with their plan. Okay. And I don't want that, that mentality to happen. 
Um, but just being aware of what you're doing is, is the first step. Okay. And we talked about the things that sugar is in you, you went mm-hmm. over that where, where is gluten hidden? Cause it's not just, um, in the loaf of bread in the store. Well, yeah, it is there, but yes, it's also it everywhere too. Yeah. Um, but most commonly in like breads, pastas, pastries, cookies, um, things that, you know, I'm telling you to avoid, think of those as sugar. Um, it's also in, uh, cereals, oatmeal, bars, uh, protein powders, um, dressings, sauces, barbecue sauce, soy sauce have gluten in them. Um, yeah, it's, it's also in quite a few places, but not, I think it's easier to avoid gluten than it is sugar. Sugar is literally in almost, I mean, it's in everything that I have in front of me right now, as far as like my green smoothie. I mean, there's sugar in there. It's, it's, I've got fruit in it. I've got berries in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, but there's no gluten in here, but there's sugar. Yes. So things like that. So when, when we're pulling sugar out, eliminating sugar, we're, I guess I always just thought of, I, I don't know if I like the word just, but I've always thought of it as pulling out the added sugars, yes. not all sugars. That's kind of a new concept to me. I mean, I can't even yeah, imagine. Yeah, we did a, we had to do a 21 day cleanse um, in school because it was something that we would recommend to our patients. And it was literally, I mean, no sugar, no dairy, no gluten. It was tough. It was really tough. So wow. it was like black coffee, you know, I couldn't have, well, I could have smoothies or just have to be pure greens and like very plain protein powder. Um, like couldn't have sweet potatoes, or sugar in there, like very, very bland wow. salads, you know, oil and vinegar, like very, very, very strict. And it's wow. hard. And it's, you know, I always like to do things that first before I would tell a patient to do it. Sure. Um, I mean, I, my energy was amazing. My mental, cl- like I had a lot of benefits from doing that, but it's tough. It's really tough. I was going to ask you, that was going to be my question before I let you go, because I can't believe we are already 20, 23 minutes. I know it's this. crazy. It's I know. For hours. <laughs> and we will, we'll have you back very soon. Um, I, that was going to be my next question. And, and how did you feel yeah. doing that? The benefits? No, I felt great. Like, I mean, bloat went away. I remember, and this was four or five years you know, years ago that I did that. Um, and I did it, I didn't cheat. Um, I fulfilled it and it was, it was awesome. Just like I said, the mental clarity, um, I noticed that sleep was better. Like I don't really have issues sleeping, but I did notice an improvement in just quality of sleep and waking up, not groggy or feeling meh. Um, I do feel that I've since then pulled gluten completely. So I feel benefits from just that now. Uh, but yeah, I could definitely tell a difference. That is, I think maybe, uh, we'll connect outside of the podcast and I'll get more information on that. I'd like to, I think I'd like to do that just to see number yeah, one, it's, it's tough for the discipline and number two for the health benefits. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So we're going to bring this down to our three questions, your pal, pal shoes, a journal prompt and where we can find you. Yeah. So my pow pow shoes, which was so funny. I totally, I will never forget the time that you, you sent me that voice DM on Instagram. I'm like, what are you, my pow pow shoes? Like (laughs) I thought it was P-A-L, P-A-L, but it was like pow pow. I'm like, okay, I get it now. And you ask me this every time. And I think my shoes are like ever evolving for the season. So now my pow pow shoes are boots. And because it's fall, I can't wait to wear them. 
Um, I'm not like a high heel pow pow shoe like you, like can't do it. <laughs> um, I've never been a heel girl, except I just saw a trick on TikTok of all places. Have you seen the spray? Like there's a, like a numbing spray that you can spray on your feet before no. you wear heels and you really? can't feel I'm like, I may have to try that. I may so that need to I, find that myself. Yeah. So that I could wear shoes like that because yeah. I can't do it. My feet hurt, but yeah. I would love to wear those. Um, so those are my pow pow shoes for the, for this season is, is you know, that. a nice tall pair of boots. Uh-huh. Um, my journal prompt for right now, the first thing that comes to mind because we're on it, within the last hundred days of this year is where do you see yourself next year? Love that in 2022, which is insane to say. It is. I, it I is. mean, we didn't, we just have 2021. I don't know what it happened. Did. I know. I know. I know. <gasps> and I love that. Time is flying. I can't believe like, what is it tomorrow? Tomorrow is October. Yes. I don't know. Tomorrow is October 1st. For sure. <laughs> Anyways, where you can find me, everything yes. for all my links is on hopenaturalhealth.com. Um, that's my website with all of okay. my um, ways you can work with me. And my social media links, I'm very in, uh, involved in Instagram and Facebook. My Instagram handle is Ellis, and Instagram is DrAaronEllisNMD. Awesome. I also have a podcast, yes. the Hope Natural Health Podcast. So Carrie V, you'll be on soon. Yes. Um, telling your story and your amazingness. But yeah, that's where you can find me. I am so excited and I will link. All of that in the show notes. Everybody go find Dr. Aaron because the knowledge plus compassion equals power. And we oh, appreciate I love that. being here. Thank you. Hey, I just pulled that right out of my head. I like it. Now. Yeah, we're, we're pulling <laughs> everything out today. Great. Yeah, we are. It's all yours. All yours. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you for having me again. I just love, I love doing these with you. They're fun. Always. We'll do it again soon. Okay. Thanks. Hey, thanks for listening in. I want you to know I do not take it for granted that you give me this time to have coffee and tea together with me. But before you go, it would mean the world to me if you grab a quick coffee or tea refill and pop into the podcast reviews and leave me a review. It's how this podcast grows. It's how it reaches and empowers more women. And it's how I know how to serve you best. I want this podcast to be what you need. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it with your friends. And follow me on Instagram at I am Carrie V. Remember, it is never too late. Peace out, girlfriend. Pow, pow.